0: okay so welcome everyone naturally healthy club week 11 20, september 23 group and today we're going to be talking about your naturally healthy self concept so uh this we've had a couple of weeks of like kind of getting really good granular getting into the skill of listening to our tummies and we're going to continue that work work but I thought it would be good to have a bit of a change of pace and actually take a bit of a, a big picture view and, and just kind of reconnect with, with your naturally healthy self, like this, I, your self-concept of who you're becoming as you're learning these skills and who, like where you want to be and uh, and getting really clear on that. So, and yes, and so the quote that I wanted to start this with, was um, was from, um, no, actually no, it wasn't a quote, it was just this the idea the thought that change is possible. So if you remember from week 1, we started with this idea that it's possible for us to change. And this thought is really helpful because it particularly when we're kind of in the middle of it now, we're in the weeds, we're in the like the nitty-gritty of actually learning to listen to our tummies, like this is this we're learning these skills. And sometimes it's going to feel like, oh, I'm not getting this. I keep like eating too much or I'm not eating enough and Lara. And when we're in that, that it feels like it's not working, just rather than letting our brains go down the, it's not working rabbit hole and, and letting them look for the evidence that it's not working. We want to just notice if that's coming up for you and just remind yourself then, oh, hang on, but it's possible. Change is possible. Like it's possible for me to change. And just notice that when you switch from things aren't working to oh, it's possible for me to change, completely changes how you feel. Like you feel a bit more neutral, you don't feel as like hopeless and you're disappointed with yourself, you can feel a bit more neutral. And then from that more neutral place, you can you you'll you will make different choices. Like you will, you will be able to find see opportunities that you wouldn't see. If you were letting your brain go down the um, down the it's not working path. So that is a really helpful thing to do. And uh, I actually started like the early call with because Verna had posted in the group uh, she's not on this call, is she? Um, I, I won't look. Um but yeah, Verna had posted in the group saying like uh, that she was she I felt she fell behind on the call. so I just wanted to remind everyone that, listening to all the calls and ticking all those boxes isn't how we change change as humans and like change doesn't happen in that linear linear fashion so it's not like okay, you start Naturally Healthy Club at week one, you listen to every single call and then at the end, on the conveyor belt, out pops this naturally healthy person. Uh, That would be actually really boring if that's how it worked. (laughs) We have that direct input and output. Instead, the way that change works is that it's messy and it's organic and it can ebb and flow. And sometimes we feel like we're going backwards in order to go forwards. And it's actually... Listening to the calls isn't what gets you the result and makes the change happen. It's the thoughts and the habits and applying our process. It's the application is where the actual change happens. So if you do find yourself where you've missed a few weeks, just don't worry about it. Don't make yourself go, Oh, I have to catch up. Like, and don't tell yourself you're behind you. are Like, cause when you tell yourself oh, I'm behind, so behind, like it just feels really heavy and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like it, it adds makes it like way not fun. So let's not do that to ourselves. Instead, what I invite you to do is like, there's no behind. Like my coach, my riding coach used to always say, she'd be like, there's no behind. You're not behind. And I'll be like, Okay, I'm not behind. That feels better. That feels better. <laughs> and just know that you're like you're gonna get what you need when you need it and just jump back into the current week. And remember, like this is I'm very repetitive with these lessons for a reason. Like we have our philosophy that we go through every week for a reason. And we have our process that I talk about every week for a reason. And these are like the cornerstones of becoming a naturally healthy person. So yes, we're doing different exercises and we're learning different concepts, you know, week to week. But you're you're going to if you have that process in place and you're applying that process, you will get the results. You will become that naturally healthy person. So it doesn't matter if you miss out on a few calls here and there. So that was a I'm glad that you posted that um, burner because it's great for all of us to have that reminder of actually what gets results isn't listening to replays or watching calls or attending calls. What gets result What gets results is a p- application. It's actually. Doing the work and or or playing around with the with these ideas and implementing them, experimenting with them in your actual life and your actual cho- food choices and your relationship with food. Okay, so our naturally healthy cup philosophy, I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy, and we're gonna talk a lot more about that today. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Um, yes, I weigh XXX, and it's okay. How do I want this to go? Overeating isn't worth it. Or for those of you that just want to think it isn't worth it, <laughs> uh, there'll be plenty of amazing food in my future. Or if, there'll be plenty of amazing food tomorrow. There'll be plenty of amazing food tonight. <laughs> just that reminder to ourselves to be living in this place of food abundance. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites, which is true from a uh, sensory science perspective. Uh, it's safe for me to feel my feelings, and that's some future work that we're going to be doing around the emotional eating piece, but we can start just remembering that whatever we're feeling, it's it's safe for us to feel that, even when it does feel really rubbish. Uh, there are no bad foods, and just a reminder to prioritise protein, and I've just been reading... Uh, Dr. Gabrielle Lyons' book on called "Forever Strong" around, and she's all about like the importance of protein, particularly as we age, and the importance of muscle for our health and longevity and well-being. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this, and I can do this. Okay, and then our naturally healthy club. Pro- process. So four parts to the process. So L for listening to our our bodies. And this is the thought that goes along with that is it isn't worth it. Like overeating isn't worth it, or sometimes just whatever the food is that we're having it isn't worth it. And the habit that goes along with this is the tummy challenge. So uh, I've been doing the tummy challenge with my family, which has been really fun and interesting. Actually I'll talk about more about the tummy challenge when we recap last week's lesson. Uh, then we've got iron for making intentional choices and the thought that goes along with that is how do I want this to go? And that can be a thought that we asked ourselves in our daily practice when we're thinking through our whole day ahead, but it can also be a thought that we use in those moments when we get offered okay, past Halloween, you know, holiday treats, someone's baked some holiday cookies and yeah, when someone brings unexpectedly brings them in, like, and you can just ask yourself, well, how do I want this to go? Do I want to have one of these? Or do I want to take one now and save it for later? Or do I want to say no thanks? Like just, it's a really helpful thought that I use all the time. Or it can, and it can be also great for setting intentions. If you like me and you have a habit of like picking while you're cooking just asking yourself that question of how do I want this to go before you start cooking can be an absolute game changer. And I like on Sunday, I made some cookies and I hadn't like really done any baking for the last because I was trapped when I was traveling and it was, it was so great, but I used like cookie dough, like butter, sugar, flour, like combo, the crunchy sugar, like that used to be something that if I didn't used to bake cookies because I knew I would just eat the, the dough and, these days though, I set an intention. Like before I start baking cookies, I ask myself, like, how do I want this to go? And I decide, like, do I want to have some raw cookie dough today or not? And this week I decided, like on Sunday, I decided no. And so I just set that intention and I was able to mix up the, mix it all up, have the like butter and sugar on the beaters, just put that in the sink, like not lick it, not pick at anything it's so wild to me that i can do this rolled out the cookies had all the cookie dough scraps you know that they, i didn't even think to put some of those in my mouth like normally they would have just been i would have been crunching on them as i well was rolling the cookies out but i was like no i just set that intention that i was i wanted to wait and i wanted to enjoy my ice cream with my vanilla ice cream with my uh, white chocolate chip cookie like a little sandwich thing and I did that and I sat down to dinner. I was still like, I like, was hungry for dinner, enjoyed the cookie and it all came down to, whereas in the past I would have like snacked on cookie dough, sat down to dinner, not really felt real hungry, like felt kind of gross, but then still had the dessert anyway because i planned it. Like, so I did avoided all that by just asking myself that question, how do I want this to go? So I can't under, over-emphasize how important that question is before you're interacting with food in any way. Okay and then our our habit that goes along with our intentional choices is our daily practice and for those of you that don't feel like you've got your daily practice in place remember there's a daily practice challenge and the one thing I would I um, did some coaching with Christine this morning on the, the morning call and it's just big reminder with when you're building any habits is that tiny habits are the key so if you feel like you're you're your daily practice isn't where you want it to be or you're a bit haphazard with it and you're like there's two things to to problem solve there first is look get really specific on the timing and maybe like the timing that you're trying is not not where you want it to like isn't working for you so look at maybe if your first thing in the morning isn't working is it like you know when you finish your lunch when you're having your lunch break is it after lunch that you do your daily practice or is it an evening part of your evening routine like just before you when you sit on the bed before you go to bed, is that the time that you think through the day ahead and, and ask how you want the next day to go? So yet getting really specific, ultra specific on the timing. And so rather than I'm going to do it at bedtime, actually, after I sit my butt on the bed, just before I get in, I'm going to open up my journal or I'm going to open up my app um so having that really specific trigger is is the first thing because it just that's the that's that's and doing that habit stack is key and then the other thing is that can that is important for building habits is making it as tiny as possible so rather than say thinking that oh i have to Write my gratitude. Write things things I'm grateful for, and then think through my day, and then write some affirmations. Like just or whatever other things you're planning to like that you you want to do in your daily practice. Just make it like okay. The only thing I have to do is like so. My minimum requirement is I just have to open the app, or your minimum requirement might be you just have to open the journal or where wherever it is or make your notebook like wherever it is that you're writing down your daily practice. Just making the the bar as small as possible so that you can build this habit and get that in place, knowing that on some days you will do the whole thing, um, but just creating the habit first up is, is key. So that's making intentional choices. And actually on the early call today, I won't go into this again, but Leanne had asked a question in the group around the difference between being intentional and being restrict and restriction. And so I, I went into depth on that in the early calls. So if you, if you if that's something like restriction, what's the difference between being restrictive and being intentional? If that's something that I thought that's come up for you it might be good to uh, listen or watch the replay for that that early call so that you can um, see what I said there and I won't repeat that now and that's it that was a lot on making intentional choices and then we have our tracking so in our light process the t for tracking and the thought that goes goes along that is yes I weigh xxx and it's okay and so just that acceptance of yes this is where we're at Uh, And the habit that goes along with that is daily weighing and also asking yourself, like, what can I learn from this is uh, can be a useful, useful thing, particularly if you get a result that's unexpected, just thinking through, okay, what do I want to do differently based on this? Um, And then the final part is E for enjoyment. And the thought that goes along with that is then there's no rush and just slowing down. And the habit that goes along with that is just putting our cutlery down in between bites. Okay, so all that to say, uh, plan for today. <laughs> I've got two posts of the week prizes this week, so I'll share those, and then I'll do a recap on last week's lesson around uh, listening. I listen to my tummy, and then I'm going to open up for tiny wins. So start thinking now. I want to hear from you, uh, either to type in the chat or to unmute and share a tiny win with the group, or a lesson, or something that you've noticed and then we're going to uh then we're going to i'll talk briefly about your naturally healthy self-concept and what that is and we're actually going to be doing two exercises today as well so one's a, a written exercise where we're um first we're going to do a visualization exercise where we're actually going to imagine ourselves in the as our naturally healthy version of ourselves to and then we're also going to be doing a written exercise so if you um don't have something to write on just you might want to grab grab that while we while i'm recapping the last lesson and then we'll open up for coaching so and i love doing these exercises so i'm really excited to dive into those with you but first news um so post of the week prize uh two prizes this week one for jenny who posted a happy friday and she said i'm super late to joining the chat and she has a busy fall and explains all the reasons why but then and then she said but i'm here now and excited to take control of my path and eating habits and then she um, ex- said all the specific things that she has started implementing already and so wanted to celebrate jenny for posting in the group even though like so we're week. what are we week 11 did i say yeah week 11 and also that jenny didn't post in the group going, oh, i'm so far behind and this isn't like working she was like no she's like i'm here now and i'm excited to take take control of my my path and my eating habits like what a great thought like how empowering does that feel like i'm here now and i'm excited to take control of my path and my eating habits like yes <laughs> we love that mindset piece um, so yeah, I wanted to celebrate Jenny for that. Um, okay. And then Anne had posted daily practice, my first post. And so I'm going to read this because it, it was, really made my day. So she said, I've been a member of NHC for a long, long time, but this is my first post. And I actually think Anne joined in the group in July, 2021. So I, but it might've, might've been the one after that, but yeah, she has been with the group for a long time and she hadn't posted anything. So, and here she is posting. So I was like, so happy. It's like, oh my goodness. Um, And then she said, when I started NHC, I did not engage with it at all, but I kept going as somehow just subscribing felt positive. The end of last year, I left my very stressful job where I'd worked for 25 years. At the same time, I also had a part-time job. So I was essentially only ever working. To resign was huge for me and a big decision over a long period. This massive life change allowed me to focus on my health and well-being. So um, then she said she's increased her hours at a part-time job and that is re- really enjoying. And then she's, I regularly listen to the NHC sessions on the train on the way to work. In January, I committed to walking 10,000 steps per day. I'm making exercise fun, but only doing things I enjoy like swimming and hula hooping, plus treated myself to an annual subscription to Luna Park, which is this fun park in Sydney, which is right on Sydney Harbour. It's a fantastic location uh, so that I can go on huge slippery dips, but up the steps first. Then she said, in April, I picked up a copy of a wellness journal at a secondhand bookshop and writing in it daily has helped me immensely. It has, for example, prompts and spaces for writing your why and your mantras each day. I weighed myself every day since the beginning of the year. I use this uh, girl that links to my phone. I, uh, and then she said, I've now added the online five minute um, j- daily five minute journal to my daily practice too. These things only take a small amount of time each morning or later in the day, but they make a huge difference to me. I've now released, as she said, thirty kilos this year very gradually um a kilo a week to start so a kilo is like two pounds so it's actually a little bit more than two pounds so it'd be um it'd be 65 probably pounds um so a kilo a week to start with loss slower now and bobbing up and down but overall trajectory is still down i'm in better health now than in many many years so really wanted to celebrate and for posting in the group I always love to hear the lurkers who (laughs) just listen to the replays and then pop in and go oh yeah I just lost 30 kilos uh over the last year amazing like that happens as well but also wanted to celebrate Anne for hanging in there when like so when she was still in that stressful job she like had been consuming like listening to NHC stuff and starting to like process this and then when she was ready to implement like when she quit her job, she was like all, all good to go. So, uh, yeah, I love, I love that post on, on so many levels. So uh, congratulations, Anne, I'm looking forward to hearing more posts from Anne. Okay. So let's recap last week. And so last week, these last couple of weeks of focus has been around this skill. of I listen to my tummy and the reason why this is so important is that it really does make managing your weight effortless. I say effortless, but it makes it, it makes it possible. It does require some effort, I guess. I should be not, I should be setting expectations that are realistic. Like it still does require some effort in that we need to stop eating when we feel satisfied and coach ourselves and feel that discomfort. But it's so much better to do that than to go through the discomfort of living in a body that doesn't feel good for us and feeling like we're disempowered around food. So this is really the skill that helps us. That balance between enjoying food, feeling really good about our choices, and having that like enjoying the pleasure of food and not feeling like we're missing out on anything or denying ourselves anything, and also getting the quantity piece right so that our bodies feel good too. And being like the more we tune into our tummies and have that awareness about how our tummies feel, like my experience is like the less desire I have to overeat, the more I'm in my body, the less. And like the more in tune I am with that, like the less my brain, like the the less my brain's making decisions about how much to eat, like just the less desire I have to overeat. Like it just, it really does make a huge difference. And I mentioned uh, like on one of the early calls, like like if I hadn't learned this skill, the Naturally Healthy Club wouldn't be here. I would still be struggling with my weight. Like Yes, making intentional choices had made a big Im- impact on my life, but it was like this skill of like learning to like on the days where I really don't need a lot of food, listening to that and honoring that, that made the weight thing really feel like, feel like I was empowered around it and yeah, just made all the difference for how that, that played out. So how do we go about listening to our tummies, First of all, it's setting the intention. So just reminding ourselves that overeating isn't worth it, and then just pausing, putting our cutlery down, breathing, slowing down, and literally like checking in with that tummy. of Like, how does our physical body feel like as we're as we're eating? And we want to do that before we start eating to have that awareness. We want to do that like midway through the meal, or sometimes earlier. Like last night, like I was having meatballs and. I wasn't like super hungry and I probably only ate like less than a quarter of my. And then I was like, you know what, That's I'm done. So got, we've got lots of meatballs to eat in the future. Uh, but yeah, like just tuning into how, how our body's feeling as we're going through um, and just notice. Then so then the next thing is like, just noticing when we feel satisfied, like when we feel like we've had enough and the satiety cues that we're looking out for are things like this food stops tasting this good. Our attention is wandering. Like when you, you notice that, that you, you, the, all of a sudden you are kind of lost in the conversation and you really haven't, there's this plate in front of you that you're not really paying attention to anymore. That's a sign that you've had enough. Cause uh, that, like, that's a, that's a, a big one, that physical feeling of fullness where you actually feel, oh yeah, I've got some food in my tummy. It's like, you don't want to want it to be, Uh, I feel stuffed but you want to have that oh yeah that's that comfortable yeah there's something there that feels nice that's something that I notice and then there's also the inner knowing so just sometimes it's just like like last night for me it was more just yeah I knew that that was enough like it was just like oh yeah I'm done uh and then the other other fun fun one that some people have been noticing is just this tiny burp where you get that little uh uh that I actually still am looking out for it I haven't noticed any burps uh, but yeah, those are the, some of the common ones, but it could, there could be other signs for you. Like maybe your feet start tingling. I don't know. Uh, it could be like, yeah, maybe there's something in your fingers as well. Like, or it's just a feeling in your tummy. Like we want to just get curious and learn what the, what the cues are for you. And it's interesting, like doing the tummy challenge with my boys. So there's seven and 10 and the 10 year old. what So when I've been asking them like at the end, like how to, how did you know that that was enough for you? And Fergal's like, uh, he's like, I just know, I just know. And he's so like, he's really like got that inner knowing thing. And every day that it, like, that we've been doing it, he's, he's just answering, his answer is, yeah, I just know that that's enough. Whereas Finn, by my younger one, when I ask him, he's like, oh, my tummy feels it. I can feel it in my tummy. So his satiety cue is more that feel, physical feeling. Uh, so yeah, like it's interesting. Like I get I do I do a combination of both, but I think we do probably have like I'm sure it can be different from day to day, but it, we probably do have one one mode that's more prevalent for, for us when we're tuning into our satiety cues. So yeah, it's like noticing when you get that satiety cue, when you're feeling satisfied and what we're looking for is feeling like, it's like, and if you're, yeah, if you're wanting to lose weight, the more you can dial into that, where you, it's just like that, that point where you're not hungry anymore, but you're not feeling like, it's like, yeah, like that's, it's, it's, it's satisfied. You probably could fit more in if you wanted to, but there's, you don't need it. Like it's in that, the closer you get to that, that satisfaction point, the more you'll notice the weight loss, but there is this window. And so at the beginning you might be, um, if you're you might be like tuning in more at this point where be it's like, you're not, you're pretty, pretty full, but you're not stuffed. And so we want to just play in that window somewhere and just experiment with it. Um, and so, of course, once we notice that satisfaction point, like that we have had enough, then we want to stop eating. <laughs> and 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 the thing is that, of course, that's going to that always involves some discomfort, particularly if we've got a habit history of cleaning everything off our plates. And so, what we want to do is just be willing, be ready for that discomfort. Of course, it's going to feel a bit just uncomfortable. And coach yourself in that moment. So just remind yourself, no, it isn't worth it. And remind yourself like why it's not worth it. Like why? Yeah. Like I'll feel better later. I'll have this food to eat later. Uh, I'll sleep better is another big one that I think through. I also think about, I imagine myself on the scale the next morning and think, yeah, like if I stop now, I'm going to see a better number the next morning. Like I'm going to feel good about that. And it's just like learning to coach yourself in that moment and yeah, just allowing that discomfort to come, to come up and that is how we um, we approach the skill of listening to our bodies. Um, okay, that's interesting, Marisa. That I don't think all of my meals are actually big enough to trigger satisfied feeling. Do you want to um, do you want to ch- chat about that? Sure, I'll yeah. unmute myself. Yeah. Um, so more. like, like I have
1: um, a small breakfast every day and. Literally, I don't think I could feel full with the amount of food that I eat. And it's like, maybe, you know, like a half hour later, I actually will burp. And I'm like, oh, there's the burp. But like, it would never happen while I'm eating the meal because it's just like small. It's like, you know, like two little wake up wraps from Dunkin Donuts. So it's, some of my meals are like that. Like dinner tonight was just a a bowl of broccoli, um, some chicken and some pasta, but it was just like one little bowl and I just ate it and I didn't like, I completely like didn't even think about the challenge and um, I didn't, feel anything like I I was like oh you know and I've been thinking about this question like I'm I'm pretty big and when I do eat a bigger meal then I can I can do that but when I'm trying to lose weight and I'm eating these smaller meals it's like literally I I don't feel full
2: like I just
0: don't don't get opportunity do you feel like like, do you feel like you want more food and you're just having to force yourself from going back I'm, or are you feeling comfortable? I
1: have this thing, like, I literally think about food all the time.
0: Me and too, that, Marisa. <laughs> I wish that
1: I could change that. That it would be the number one thing if I could, like, not think about food and just, you know, just think of it like okay, I need to refuel myself to keep going type of thing. I think about it because I, I'm like okay, just finished eating lunch and now I'm like oh, what's for? What dinner am I gonna tonight? have for
0: dinner? That's my think too. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: but <laughs> I I don't. I mean, I've always been like that, and I don't. I don't really think that it's a good thing because, um my mind is always thinking about food I, I don't know like i really wish that i could like uh, you know think about something else i mean I've, i have plenty of other things to think about in my life but <laughs> i do spend a lot of time worrying about what's next
0: <laughs> okay so this is this is really good to uncover this marisa so you're you're making yourself wrong for like so you're like thinking that I shouldn't be doing I shouldn't be thinking about food so much, and yeah. that's that's making you that's that's probably making you like stay stuck in this place where you're thinking about it more. So mm-hmm. what I invite you to do is when you're thinking about food, don't judge yourself for it. Like actually accept, embrace it, and accept it, and actually thinking about the fact that you're willing to think about food and you love thinking about food, rather than seeing it as a bad thing, it's actually a superpower. Like it's actually a good thing that you care so much, like, and that you love food. And this is what like the naturally healthy club is for. It's for uh, those of us who love food. And if you're someone who's in the naturally healthy club and you don't love food, that's okay too. But (laughs) You're just here for the health. That's cool too. But like, this is, this is actually, it's actually a good thing that you're thinking about food. And so that's the first thing is I actually when you're thinking about it, actually go, yeah, I just finished lunch and, and I'm think thinking of like because it's so much in the like media and the health space, and um, all diet industry is like you shouldn't be thinking about food, it's bad, like, and you know that's like all this bad thing, like it's not, it's a gift to have that that you love it so much, right, and just like letting yourself like I think about like what I'm having the dinner like before i while i made before i start eating lunch like it's like i'm always thinking about and what we're having for like sunday lunch and i know like like i'm thinking about it and it's a it's a good thing but i'm not telling myself it's bad so i think like first giving yourself permission to do that is going to be key okay yeah and then tell me more about so you said like um last night you had like broccoli and um chicken and pasta broccoli and pasta yeah and it was small and that you yeah, didn't just feel a little yeah
1: I didn't go back for more um I i I made it and um left it on the stove my wife was coming home um she she grabbed some and then when I was done I asked her if she had grabbed some and she's like yes and I put it away and so it was put away and I was like okay I I thought about going to get more, but the fact that she put it away, I was like, ah, eh, I'm not going to go get more. So, but yeah. I, I, I wasn't really hungry. I don't think I was hungry. I think I was just
0: thinking Wanting about, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: cool. Because I, I find sometimes, like, I I just eat because I'm bored or like some I just want something to do.
0: Yeah yeah so
1: it's, instead I started painting <laughs> amazing <laughs> yeah
0: and then, then when you were when you pump. were painting you weren't thinking about oh, I've got that broccoli in the past no, can... no. yeah
1: cool cool when I, yeah when I get into painting I I kind of get lost in that and I forget about food so
0: amazing it's good. <laughs> yeah cool so so what you what you did last night like you served yourself a small amount you ate it and you weren't so what we want maybe for you rather than thinking about I want to feel satisfied or I want to feel full at the end of the meal like at the end if, if you don't feel hungry or if you don't I don't feel like you want to just turn off the hunger so the the satisfaction point would be to turn off the hunger okay and so then you're not looking for feelings Yeah, because you
1: had said last week, if you really want to start losing weight, serve yourself less. And I think that is really probably going to be key for me that I have to actually serve myself less than I've been eating. Otherwise, I'm not going to lose weight. And if it's in in my plate already, the chances are I'm going to eat it. So maybe just like right off the bat, give myself less than I normally do
0: amazing and yeah
1: I could go back but chances are you know maybe I could do something else to to occupy myself and really ask myself okay am I really hungry or am I
0: just bored yeah that's a really good that that that's a, a really great habit and then and even like go okay if you've got the urge to go back go hang on maybe I might just do some painting for a while. And then if I'm still, if I still feel like I want something, I'll go back and get it then. And as yeah. long as you're giving yourself the option to have more then that, so that rules out any, like that stops any like kind of restriction stuff coming into play. And you're mm-hmm. like, and yeah, like that's going to be a game changer for you. And that's that idea of serving yourself smaller, like writing, like smaller dinners. That's a, that's a really good hack for people that have issues with like food waste or and then you don't have to coach yourself because you just get to the end of the bowl and then you go there's a little bit of coaching but it's not as much as when you're leaving food on your plate so yeah like today's lunch like i i eat this buffalo chicken quesadilla
1: like all the time i love it Yum. it's got the gorgonzola cheese in it I, i've written about it in my post before but it comes in like it has like it's cut in fork triangles. And today I ate the whole thing and it has like a side of potatoes. I think I'm going to like bring like a Rubbermaid container in to work and just like take half of it and just put it right into the fridge and put it away right away before I even start eating and see if that works. And just see if I can get, get it home and maybe eat that for dinner because i think about it but i'm eating and i just i can't stop i want to keep
0: eating it you want to keep going yeah cool and that's if that's too much to ask for yourself then this strategy of like before you start eating serving yourself out and putting away really smart strategy marisa
1: okay
0: yeah i'm gonna try that yeah and then the other thing (laughs) the other so so let it give yourself permission to think about food, doing that strategy of serving yourself out less, but mm. rather than, and, and the, at the beginning you were like, I'm serving myself. It's really small. It's really small. So rather like, the more you tell yourself it's small, the less likely you're going to feel satisfied with, with the smaller serves. So just, just remember to tell yourself, no, this, this, this feels like a good amount for me rather than, okay. than it's than telling yourself it's small.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, oh. yeah, and that other other tool of, like that other habit of putting a port. Like, so if you when you have finished, if you do have that urge to go back, of saying, "Yeah, I'll just give me like I'll just let me do something else first, and then I'll check in." That can be another like good yeah. strategy. Yeah, okay. amazing. Yeah, and also yeah, like that idea of rather than looking for fullness, you're looking to not be hungry anymore. And that might be where like that calibration might be the best for you to be losing weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just think how much money you're going to save. Like (laughs) it's going to be amazing. We'll see. (laughs) How does that feel? I'm worried
1: about that, but that would be good too. (laughs) It would be good too.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Okay. How's everyone else feeling about, um, about like the tummy challenge and listening to your body and, that kind of satisfaction calibration piece. Is anyone else anyone everyone feeling good about that? Or do we need some, some tweaking? Um okay. thanks. Oh, sorry. Okay, Anitra, do you want to go first and then Tanya?
2: Okay. Um sorry, Tanya, I didn't see you do your thing. I guess I have fallen off the perch and I I guess it was because. Hang on, hang on.
0: you're still alive. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I guess you're not able be... to speak anymore. And he
2: just. <laughs> <laughs> <Come> <laughs> I guess I was feeling cocky and I went, oh, I've got this. I don't need all this scaffolding. And it just went. And I guess my tiny win is that I'm here. And I have been watching other people and being a feeder is not an eater. And I say a feeder as in the person whose identity is to provide food for others and right. joy. And I stayed with an old school friend because I went back from my 40th school reunion and she saw herself as a feeder. And... I weighed myself at her house and she went, oh, my God, you know, you're lighter than me. And I was feeling cocky. Uh. And then I put on seven kilos. So I then had another school friend who, who's naturally thin and she explained herself. She said, oh, we had a big lunch today. I'll eat less at dinner. And no, thanks. I don't want some of that cake because I've actually had enough. And it was like, oh, wow. And then I had an afternoon tea to celebrate my new kitchen, to honour my mother who has been dead for 19 years. Oh. And another innocent remark from someone said, oh, gosh, you've got a spread. I would have just done two cakes. And I went, yeah, actually, because the leftovers I should have given everyone and got out of the house. And obviously that went downhill. So I think... It's denial and it's about me and I want to be free and I need these habits to pursue a life of health because I could have say when I was in denial, I did not feel, I slept badly, I felt bad and I didn't feel in control. So, yes, this is worth pursuing and... Sorry, that's all probably too long. No, no, it's not. This is perfect in This
0: is no, it's so good to like have this information. This is really helpful. And um yeah, feelings.
2: It's it's come back to me and I'm responsible for me, and that's not everyone else. And I just need to one step in front of another,
0: <laughs> I guess yeah. is the answer. Yeah. Yeah. So how does that feel when you think, like, I'm responsible? It's up to me. Empowering, scary, and how do you
2: unlearn the habits of 58 years, I think. Um, And also probably confronting, having gone back to a school reunion of 40 years since we finished school. So that's a bit confronting as well. (laughs) And we unconsciously do that. We measure each other. We look at everyone else. And um, and that was interesting watching because I was handing the food around there and watching how people went, no, thank you, I've had enough. So that was an interesting time too. So people do it the way they do it if that makes sense and yeah, that's
0: yeah. their journey my journey is different yeah my journey gets to be my journey that feels good in nature yeah yeah well, thank you for listening <laughs> no that's great thank you for sharing so um at the beginning you said something about you got cocky and there was you had scaffolding and you thought you didn't need the scaffolding can you tell me a bit more about that
2: um sorry the dog's
0: barking in the background um I think do you want to go and attend to the dog and we could come back like because I could coach Tanya and we could come back would that feel better yeah that's amazing yeah Tanya tell me
3: uh I was only just gonna say I'm still working on the tummy I sometimes I forget um and then like I put in the post one of my posts I think for me as well if I think I'm uh, now I'm full. Most of the time I'm not full, so it's it's not to me. Yeah, it's not that I need to get to the point where I'm full because then I'll will have eaten too much. Um, so I am being more aware of that and thinking, oh, I don't have to wait until I feel fo- totally full. Especially recognizing that I might not feel that straight away. You know, there's a delay. So if I wait to that point, it will be too late. Um, I. I, I did read someone's post about saying out loud i've had enough and she I'm was sure, talking yeah that yeah, she was talking about you know socially so that if you say that then it's kind of weird to go back and say oh but i'm just going to eat a bit more <laughs> but i was thinking even for myself that might be helpful even if i was alone to say that out loud it might help for you or i've had enough or i feel satisfied now um that might help. But at, at the same time, I am kind of feeling like, you know, I'm making a lot of progress. Oh,
0: Tanya, your sound's just um, dropped out.
3: The oh, Wi-Fi. Man.
0: Okay. You're back.
3: Uh, I just turned off the video in case that helps.
0: Yeah, cool. I can hear you now.
3: Yeah. Sorry. It's probably my Wi-Fi, I guess. Um, yeah, I was just saying um, my I'm making progress So on the scale. And so I do feel like I don't necessarily have to go to a really small meals or anything. I'm yeah, just kind cool. of working out at what point can I stop and still, you know, be making the progress that I want to make. Yeah, great,
0: great. So it feels like, so yeah, maybe just the thing, the word, it's the wording to experiment with. So rather than looking for, I feel full, looking for, for, feeling like it's enough, like yeah, yeah, and just yeah, like when you're looking for that point, it's more okay. Am I? It's kind of like Maurice. It's like, am am I not hungry anymore? Do I feel like this is enough? That's a that's kind of closer to this the 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 soon stopping sooner whereas if you're looking to feel full as you say like because there is yeah. that delay as well if you're waiting until you feel really full before you stop then that can be too much so yeah, yeah. So just, it sounds like you're exactly yeah. where you need to be Tanya and just keep experimenting with that.
3: Yeah. I mean, the other thing is when was talking about someone saying, you know, I had a big lunch, so I won't eat much for dinner. I always have that in my mind, but it never actually happens. So, I, you know, if I have a big lunch, I'm often very, I'm hungry again at dinner anyway. So I I don't think I could, personally, I can't make those kind of trade-offs. You know, I think I'll have a really big lunch and then I won't eat dinner or something. So it, yeah. it's good to sort of be aware of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good to be mindful of it. And just because you haven't done it in the past, don't don't discount, don't 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 set yourself at, Oh, this I'll I'll always like I won't. up like, this is something that will always be with me. Like be open yeah, to okay. This can change over time. Yeah. So just because you have one day where you had a big lunch and then you still ended up eating a lot at dinner, like maybe in two weeks' time when you're better tuned into that feeling of enoughness, then that rather than looking for a feeling of fullness that it might be a different on a different day it um, might be a
3: different yeah.
0: experience
3: so so I don't have to say I'm not that person I can never yeah, do that. yeah yeah
0: it's like that's just what happened on one day and what yeah. happens on the, in the future we don't know yeah <laughs> Tanya, well, yeah <laughs> amazing thank yeah. you awesome Tanya okay Anitra yeah oh Anitra let's unmute
2: you yeah, no, I, thanks, Tanya. I think you um, helped clarify my comments as well. Mm-hmm. And it's such an individual journey, but the support network is what helps as we try and clarify our muddied thinking to getting there. So it's a journey. And, and that's why I like thinking of this as a learning and not a beat down and you failed as a failure
0: yeah so thank you for that yeah so um back to the scaffolding anitra so when when you had that scaffolding in place did that feel good like did it feel like things were working
2: yeah it felt empowered and i think it's easy to blame everything else you know i was away and you know timing was off and listening to things but It doesn't come from that. That's just external things. It's got to come from in here. Yeah. And that's that's the I am worthy of this work. Yeah. But that might resonate for different things for everybody else in here. You know, that mightn't be the thing that works for someone else. Yeah. And I guess that's what you keep saying to us, you know, here are some options. This works. And, And you've said in the past that you've had lurkers who do it. Without participating, because obviously it's come from within them and not the community. And I guess it's you just keep trying things and you just trying to work out what works for you. If that makes sense, absolutely. <laughs> so this is becoming yeah. a bit more philosophical rather than. Yeah, anyway.
0: <laughs> that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, and so, but for, for you, in terms of like moving forward, going back to that place where you had the scaffolding. Up and that felt like it was working what were those habits that you what like what did that look like so
2: the daily um journal which I think I resisted because I think someone else said oh journaling's just woohoo and so sometimes it would be four words and and that's possibly because writing things down works better for some people and yeah I you know, the affirmations and stuff, no, but the where do I want this to go in intentionality? And I think by observing other people is that people do this intentionality unconsciously or consciously, observing my husband, you how he just doesn't overeat, or my daughter, my twenty-two year old. Um I and so that's probably one thing I'm really proud of is that she doesn't have these hang-ups that I
0: Amazing, do. yeah, like let yourself forget good about that.
2: But I, yeah, I think it's just a journey and a learning process. So, yes, daily journaling, thinking about food because I want to enjoy food and I'm going out for book club dinner tomorrow night. So, you know, looking at the menu thinking, well, that will bring me joy but I won't overeat.
0: Yeah. And,
2: um, and I'm, I'm thinking about this a lot because I'm currently writing a recipe book of our family's recipes for as a Christmas wow. present. So, and I found your laugh at this, Jules. You wrote an, a whole PDF article about writing your own recipe book. You must have done that maybe 15 years ago.
0: It would have been, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I reread that the other day as well. So I... Food should be a source of joy, but it shouldn't define my um, my bad habits, I guess. Right, right. And, and, and bad is a bad, no, I'm going to take that back because bad is a subjective feeling. I want food to be a source of joy, but I want to be healthy.
0: And I want to be healthy, yeah. And that's what we're doing I think doing that's here. the better thing. Yeah. 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 Great. Great. Okay. So, so yes. focus, and on that, focus on that daily practice. And rather than seeing it as scaffolding, see this as a core habit. So yes. that's yes. So Like I'm on day 880 something, I think, of my streak skit- for my daily practice. Like yeah. So that's three years of doing it every single day. And I'm not going to stop that anytime soon because it's such a, like I notice that it makes a big difference to me. So this is like a core habit that we do like like of course if you decide in the future that it was scaffolding and you don't want to do it in the future great but for now I'd actually see it as this is something I do for me a minimum habit that I have for myself to keep me intentional because I want to do it.
2: So scaffolding's actually got a negative connotation. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Amazing, Anitra. Keep up the amazing work. Okay. So we're going to do our exercise now on um, your naturally healthy self-concept. So we'll do this. That was really great to, to coach on those things. So I'll speak more about your naturally healthy self-concept next week when I recap on this, but I want to get in and do the visualization exercise and do the writing exercise. So we've got eight minutes. Uh, let's go Um, so we're going I'm going to invite you to close your eyes for the visualization so if you feel more comfortable turning your camera off for that then please do but if you want to leave it on that's cool too and also don't feel like you have to close your eyes if you want to leave them open that's cool as well it's totally what feels comfortable and then I want you to put your hands like cup your hands like this and just have your hands down by your side but have them kind of I'm not tall enough in the thing but yeah have your hands like this and then, so we're just going to get comfortable, relax back in your chair, shake your neck around a bit if you like, and then gently close your eyes if you're going to do that, if it feels good. And then I want you to focus all your attention on your right palm. And then we're going to go, so just all just thinking about your right palm, thinking about, eyes closed, thinking about your right palm. And then I'm going to, get you to move that focus of attention to your right elbow and then up to your right shoulder and across to your left shoulder feeling your left shoulder down to your left elbow left palm feel that it attention like there's a ball that you're balancing in your palm you know toss the ball across You know, put your attention back on your right palm so going across and then right elbow right shoulder left shoulder down to your left elbow back to your left palm and now I want you to, now that we're nice and relaxed, I want you to imagine yourself at your dream weight. So we've waved a magic wand and you're there. And you've got all the habits in place that feel good. I want you to imagine what that feels like. I want you to imagine that you have your dream relationship with food. You're in, you've got this balance where you're enjoying things. You're feeling good in your body. Just let yourself be in this place for a while i want you to imagine like getting compliments i want you to imagine like just how that feels to be in your dream body and at the same time knowing that like you feeling really good because you're just i'm um, enjoying food as well like you've never enjoyed food more and it just you feel this sense of ease around food you feel this sense of ease around mealtimes times. And just what are you noticing when you're in this place? When you're at this dream weight, what does it feel like? Maybe you like notice what type of clothes you're wearing. Just notice how does it feel. Do you feel confident? Do you feel empowered? Maybe you feel like you're unstoppable, you've got a lot of energy and you feel optimistic about the future because you know, like you figured out this thing with food and you found this balance. So it makes you feel like, oh, if I've done that around food, what else can I do in my life? Yeah, and just get curious about what what does it feel like to be this person? And then we're going to um gently come back to the room gently open your eyes and then we're just going to shake it off so do some of these can be really helpful for shaking like i like to uh, get the energy out yeah um and now we're going to do our writing exercise so we've got three minutes <laughs> and so the exercise is just to write about like just what don't judge it just whatever comes into your head and it's like who um yeah who is naturally a healthy insert your name there um and then like what would I be noticing when I'm this naturally healthy person and the more detail you can write the better so we're just going to do three minutes of free writing I'm going to do some two just let it come out Okay so we're at time now so I'll invite you if you've got if you can just to like if it feels good to you to just spend a few more minutes now just playing with this place with this writing exercise and like the more you the more time you spend thinking about that naturally healthy version of yourself the more like the sooner that that naturally healthy person will come into existence. And we'll talk more about that when I recap (laughs) next week's lesson about why this is important. But for now, I just invite you to choose one sentence from whatever you've written or just whatever feels good to you to add into your belief plan around this naturally healthy. So it might just be, I'm becoming naturally healthy and you have that in your in your belief plan or it might be like i'm an intentional food lover or i have a healthy relationship with food just one sentence that encapsulates this future you and add that to your belief plan i have a like post-it note on my mirror the things that i'm working the beliefs that i'm working on i set reminders on my phone like the more you think you're thinking about that naturally healthy person version of yourself the sooner they will be here so um yeah great coaching this week And I'll actually, we'll we'll, um, post that visualization exercise as a separate video in the resources section. So if you ever want to come back and redo that, you can, or if you're listening to the replay and you're out and about and you don't have time to do it now, I'll just go to the resources section and you'll be able to do it um, in your own time. It's only a couple of minutes, but it's really powerful and I invite you to do it like you know multiple times too like it's on different days you'll get you'll have different visualizations and you'll experience different things so it's it's a really fun thing to do okay have a great um, week everyone and I'll catch you guys same time next week
2: bye